Hello, and welcome or welcome back to The Wheel Deal with Dr. Wheeler. Here on The Wheel Deal, we discuss a variation of topics from women's rights, African-American issues, LGBTQIA plus issues, child development, parenting, dating in 2022 and more. Please subscribe to the channel, share with a friend, and make sure you interact. I appreciate you joining us. Let's get into the next episode. Namaste. Understanding the abuser. And please be very clear at what I'm saying. I'm not saying excuse the abuser's abuse. I'm not saying tolerate the abuser's abuse. I'm not saying allow the abuser to minimize the abuse. The title, the conversation is understanding the abuser. Like when you go on, I think it's Netflix and you see um, a killer's mind or in a killer's mind, something like that, is trying to get the general conscious public to understand what mental, psychological capacity a person could be in to make such a life-changing, horrible decision. When I speak on a topic, I make sure that I am at least 75, 85% fluid in the topic. I am not going to do a job I don't know how to do, and I'm not going to have a conversation or a debate about something I know nothing about. And the people close to me will tell you, if I get going about something, and you counteract it, and I keep going, it's because I know enough about the topic. If I mellow out, bow down, stop talking all together, get in my phone and ask Google, then I'm not at that 75, 85%, and I'm not gonna go round for round with that conversation. But when I talk about understanding an abuser, I want you to know that I had the experience from the people who were supposed to be my parents. I had the experience from being the abuser. And I had the experience from being abused. Along with that, I have a degree in human services, two degrees in human services, another degree in organizational leadership, I have certifications in marriage and family therapy courses, certifications on mental health, certifications on domestic violence, certifications on working with at-risk youth and adults. When I started talking about the parents part, when you're a young kid, no matter if it's your father or a stepfather 
or your mama's boyfriend, it is very traumatic to see your mother being hurt, at risk of being hurt, continuing to be hurt, accepting the abuse, perpetrating it on others, jumping out of cars to avoid your mom being hit, stabbed, hiding behind a trash can because somebody was shooting at your mother. Then I think the most traumatic was actually watching my mother physically fight her mother, my grandmother. I couldn't understand for the life of me where they do that at. And I am so happy that I did not grow to repeat that travesty. My mom and I got upset with each other. A lot of times I would write letters, I would run away, I would avoid conversation altogether. I remember a police officer telling me one day, what is going on with you? Well, he didn't say what is, because I could have answered. He was just very upset and he mentioned that I had been uh, picked up for running away 32 times in a month. And there's not even 31 days. There's only 31 days. But no time did any arresting officer that picked me up from school usually because I didn't play about my education and brought me home ever asked, why are you running away? No counselor, no therapist, no blah, blah, blah. So ultimately, I isolated myself in my closet for a few weeks. The school called, looking around, wondering why I hadn't been to school because remember, I love school, and they basically forced my mom to put me into a psychiatric facility, which was the best thing that could have happened to me. Unfortunately, the insurance ran out, and I was put out. And that was uh, probably a step that could have been the end of my life. However, I met my son's dad around that time, and um, God blessed me with my beautiful boy and I even sometimes wonder if I should have just went on and took my life instead of bringing him into a life of pain different topic for a different episode let's get back to understanding the abuser so when you talk about an abuser one or two things have manifested either this person has been born with a very dysregulated chemical imbalance that causes them to be completely unable to make rational decisions. These people early on are probably going to look like oppositional defiant children, uh, very angry. Sometimes they may get that uh, autism diagnosis. I hate that one. But something is noticed in the beginning where the child is angry all the time, very rageful, and doing things, like I say, when a, when they're a little bit older, I'm trying to start off talking about one, two, three, throwing blocks, hitting people, a biter, uh, just very aggressive, banging their head, things of that nature. Um, you know, the unfortunate part about it all is we we kind of go along when it's there. 
Then the child is older, he's exhibiting these behaviors at school, he's getting suspended, maybe even expelled, uh, may become mean to animals. That's always a very good clue. If they are willingly hurting animals, get some help. So what do you have? You have a person that is still growing, they are still aging, and eventually they become an adult, right? You may see the abuse even before adulthood. High school is a good thing. They could get in sports, bang it out that way, or they can just become physically aggressive with their peers and start having fights, mob action, riots. Listen, you gotta read the room. You have to scan, you have to know when something is off, it cannot and should not be ignored. Now, adulthood. Sometimes it's right out of high school. Have you seen the amount of high school relationships that end in death when one party is ready to break up and the other one isn't? When I talk about understanding the abuser, I'm talking about getting a moment to where you're not trying to be so consumed in what they're saying to you and how apologetic they are and how much they're crying and how they've told you the hurtful, um, empty lack of nurturing that they may have had. You in a relationship to love and grow. A person has to heal or hurt people, hurt people. But in so many relationships, it becomes violent because we have minimized, we have thought around, we have not read the room, we have not taken this person for face value. And in a lot of times, it ends in death because You've given them another chance. You've tried to understand where they were coming from, that they had a rough life. I get it. I do. We all have a story to tell. But what it is not okay to do is inflict emotional, mental, financial, and physical abuse on another person. If you hurt them, it's because you're hurt yourself. If you kill, it's because you don't feel like you have a life worth living. How dare I consider their life more precious than mine when I don't even feel like I'm precious, when I don't even feel like I'm loved. I don't know how many t-shirts would have my picture on it when I go. So why should I spare you? If you appear to be happier, if you appear to be healthier, if you appear to be more financially secure, if for the matter of fact that you don't even appear to need the abuser can create abuse. It's gonna start subtle, pushing, pulling, tapping, slapping, but more than not, it ends in death. They will kill you. They will kill your children. They will kill everybody, including themselves. You have to understand the abuser 
because you have to know when to go. Go fast, go safe, go quick, go early on and let somebody in your family know the truth because if you're hiding it they cannot be looking out for you and try to help you and trust the abuser is gonna try to make you hate and be at odds with that person because why they're on to them you might love them more and not tolerate their abuse I was I've been on YouTube University my son would call it uh, for years but these last few months I've been home to avoid emotional and mental abuse at work and it's like I'm more saturated in it uh, my lack of concentration uh anxiety really kind of makes it difficult to bear down on something so i wasn't really able to watch movies or series so i was watching a lot of youtube content and it is insane the amount of domestic violence that goes on all day every day it has included children more often than not. I had a friend. She was my best, 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 best friend, I thought. And I went to the hospital with her several times. I showed up to watch her cleaning up blood, clean up her house after her boyfriend had raged. The last incident he turned all the eyes on a gas stove. What tripped me out evermore was my goddaughter's son and some other children were in that home. So not only did he not give an F about her, he didn't get an F about any of those kids because he's a sick individual who literally needs help. And it's way more difficult to get these African-American males to get some talk therapy, some spiritual guidance, some some reconnection with what was lost. Call Iyana. I don't know. Do something. Stay out the liquor store. It's not working. It's just sending you to the grave faster. You just make the situation more intense when you drink. Nine times out of ten, when a person is committing a domestic violence act, they're under the influence of something. Something. In some cases, it's even prescription medication, but I shall not go there. So I told her, you may as well decide what color you want your daughter to put on you for your funeral because the next incident with your man could very well lead to that I was so scared so hurt but she I think almost views that as love 
another story for another day. I had a passenger. I drive Lyft, Uber, mostly Lyft out here. I picked her up from the courthouse. Immediately, I asked my passengers a couple of things just to see if they want to engage in a conversation or be quiet. A lot of that goes based on their demeanor, uh, if they're on their own phone, if they got headphones in, if it's a short or a long trip. So this particular person, I was being apologetic because there's so much construction downtown, it was difficult for me to get to her, so I was nervous. She was being apologetic because she had me sitting there a second because she was on the phone distraught. So as we're riding along, for about five minutes, this lady is trying to explain to me why she did what she did to her girlfriend and why she feels like people took it too far and she was afraid that she may be on her way to prison for a year. When I tell you the basis of this lady's conversation was so disturbing because the whole time she was saying things like, I've never hit any other woman. I've never hit her before. I didn't do it intentionally. I, I probably just shouldn't have called her mom. Uh, if we were not two women, people wouldn't go this far. If a woman throws a stapler at her husband, uh, it wouldn't be this big of a deal. This, this is this woman's conversation, right? So I'm letting her talk because, again, I don't know the conversation. I'm just trying to get you to your location. I don't know the truth of the matter, etc. Well, I stopped her at a, I believe it was a grocery store. She picked up some dinner. Uh, she got back in. And I said to her, you know, I hope that you and that person can find a way to make sure you're healthy and recognize the boundary if it's needed and just acknowledge where you could have done things differently. And I asked her, if she had done whatever you did to her, would you feel that everything should be okay? Well, she said she didn't want to press charges. That's what she said, right? So I'm like, okay, lady, let me just break it down to you. No abuse is okay. Even if you would have just yelled at her for five minutes straight, no abuse is okay. So whether you tell me exactly what happened or not, I need you to understand that you've got to create a change in dynamics. Whether you guys stay together or whether you go on to something else, learn from this situation so you don't have to repeat it. Do y'all know what this lady said to me? She said it was the dog water bottle, but I'm thinking this dog must have had a glass water bottle because throwing a plastic water bottle at someone's head would not cause excessive bleeding, right? So when she said she just threw the water bottle, she didn't know it was going to hit her, but it was pretty bad. I knew at that point I wanted to slightly just disengage from this whole conversation. Don't hold judgment. Don't say anything else. 
pray for her, pray for the, the other person, and, 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 and be free. Because the way she had already minimized and talked herself down, let me know she doesn't understand the true meaning of emotional regulation. I had problems with it too. Remember I told you guys? I've been abused and I've been the abuser. I don't like to argue. I don't like to be confrontational. I like to walk away. Even my mother will tell you that. But when you're dating women, women equate walking away as you're trying to go see somebody else. You're trying to go do something you're not supposed to do. So they will block you in, right? Block you in, right? And at some point, you have to get safe. A lot of times, I'm going to say the most hurtful, low I'm a scorpion. I sting. And what does that do? Trigger the situation even more. I've been called a police hoe. Why? Because the work I do, I work with people. School social worker, social service director, program coordinator. Ain't no amount of coochie worth my future. Have I made mistakes? Yes. Have I learned from them? Yes. Would I ever stay in a tense situation again no i am so freaking healed happy and okay baby you can't even raise your voice on a phone call you can't even type all caps and think i'm gonna keep communication with you and the beauty and the way and this can be the closing statement here if you want to avoid abuse Become and maintain your independence because the more you think you need another person for whatever, the more apt you'll be to not understand the abuser and tolerate the abuse. No, ma'am, and no, sir. I thank God he made a way. Understanding the abuser. If this resonated with you, if it was an eye-opener, I just encourage you to share it with someone else. Domestic violence is, I mean, I feel like the whole world and the mental state is thrown off and it's way bigger than the pandemic. Trust. Everybody's moving different. These kids are growing with no love, no nurturing, no supervision they killing in the light broader day 14 15 17 <sighs> understanding the abuser namaste this brings us to the close of this week's episode of the wheel deal with dr wheeler be sure to share this with your friends colleagues and loved ones and return each week for more great topics and special guests until the next one namaste